Uh, yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I'll give you a quick rundown of what it is. It's very simple. We listen to punk, hardcore, and punk and hardcore adjacent music that people send in to us. It's typically our first time hearing the releases in question. We have 10 bands in the queue every week. We roll some dice and usually get through between five and seven of them. We just give our honest reactions to what we hear. It's not a review show. We're not critics. We're not trying to be tastemakers. We just talk about punk and hardcore because we like it a lot, and we give our honest opinions on what we hear. Don't take it seriously. We're two grown men that have uh, several hours of D&D ahead of us after we get done recording this tonight. We both actively collect D&D miniatures. Um, if you take our opinions about this shit seriously, that's on you, not us. Um, beyond that, that's really all there is to the show. Um, it's something that we did before we ever thought to put mics in front of us and record it. So we've just been doing this for like a little over a year now, and it seems to be going fairly well. So we're going to just keep doing it. Um, also, if you're, uh, if you're tuned in, if you tuned in last week, you probably heard that we put some t-shirts up for pre-order. Uh, if you're listening to this on the day that it drops, then you have until midnight on that day, that, that day being Monday, um, to still get, get your order in for one. And after the pre-orders are shut down, um, that's it for this design. The, uh, big cartel is demo listen.bigcartel.com. Uh, we've gotten, you know, handful, handful of orders in. So shout out to everybody who's, uh, who's picked one up thus far. Um, beyond that, I don't have a whole lot of stuff up top, but I did want to address one thing. Um, then they, I wanted to wait until, we started recording the podcast to tell you this because something happened to me that is like so a thing that you wish would happen to you. Oh, did you get into a fight? I no, I did not get into a fight. No, um, no, I got uh, shit in the mail, like, like actual shit, like a package of shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So I have to assume it's. I mean, my address is easy to get. I ship stuff all over the fucking place all the time. Um, you know, I do PayPal transactions with people and shit. If you wanted to find my address, it wouldn't be hard. I mean, I, I sent my address to somebody that I was going to fight several months ago. So, wait, 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 wait. Was it real shit? Yeah, it was real shit. Did it look like human shit or dog shit or something like that? It was cow shit. Okay. Um, there, there was grass in it. Um, uh, because there's a few, there's a few, uh, shit mailers like vendors.com, yeah. shite express or shit express. Yeah. Um, th there's a variety was, of them. Yeah. This was AS industries or something like that, I think. Okay. Um, well, but, poop senders has as their banner, um, the gaping asshole of an elephant, um, <laughs> with it's like. Rect, it's pink rectum kind of hanging out and you can see up inside and there's there's a uh, there's a big grassy turd just poking its head out the hole hell yeah um, so you know you can send some fucking elephant shit yeah uh, yeah i think cow, you can send it by the quart or the gallon for 1895 which actually if you think about it kind of a deal mm -hmm. um there's gorilla poop there's elephant crap there's cow dung there's a combo pack right catches catch can yeah um so, you know, yeah, so Anyhow, uh, go ahead. Yeah. So I, 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 I got a package and it was kind of malleable and it was in like a, a, a flat envelope. So I figured it was like a t-shirt, but I was like, I didn't order a t-shirt. So I, uh, and I, on the front, it was addressed to gay Gordon slash gray Jordan. 
um, which like Gay Gordon is uh, is a joke among many of my friends, as is Gray Jordan. So I assume it was a homie and not an enemy, mm-hmm. um, especially because it costs like twenty dollars to do. So like. I don't think anybody who dislikes me is committed to the bit enough to spend $20 to send me cow shit. I could be wrong, but it, it definitely more reads like something that one of my friends would do. This um, sounds like somebody that some, something that somebody you live with would do. <laughs> yeah. But nobody that I, nobody I live with like would, would do, would care enough to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Cause then they get to see. Yeah. Like, I, I suppose, but like, I don't think so, man. Okay. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I popped it open and it was a plastic bag and it was filled with shit. Um, I looked up the company before I dug in there because there's a little card in there that says, like, you've been pooped on. Uh, flip over to find out who. And I was mm-hmm. a, I was ready to dig into the shit like I had a rubber glove uh, ready to go. But I was a little bit like I was like, I don't know about this. I there, It's very likely that there's not actually any information on the other side of this card. So I looked it up and there was an article about this specific company. And indeed, there is no information about who sent it on the other side. It just would have been uh, a further a further component to the prank. So I'm glad I didn't reach into the shit. Well, um, what we, we should we should at least give props to the uh, company that they went through. So who was it? I think it was A.S. Industries, I think is the name. Um, um, I could be wrong about that. How was the, I guess, the, the quality of the package? Was it secure? Was it leaking? No, it was, it was quite secure. Okay. So we can say that AS Industries, it is indeed anonymous, mm-hmm. and it's a secure package of shit? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, and I, I didn't smell it. You know what I mean? I had to I had to look at it. I mean, I really gazed at it to make sure it was real shit, and like, it, for all intents and purposes, it appeared to be. Um, and when I read the article about it, whoever whoever received this um, in the in the mail and actually wrote the article did dig in uh, and and check out the package and confirmed that it was actual shit in there. So. So yeah, um, I, I uh, huge shout out to whoever did that, friend or enemy alike. That is a super super solid move. Uh, it totally made my day. It was fucking incredible. So yeah, yeah. Like I said, that's something that I, I can only imagine you would love to have happen to you. So. Could you smell it? No, I couldn't smell it. No. Oh yeah. No. It so was- that's that's so. To me, I mean. The intent of the prank, right, is to, like, send smelly turds to somebody. Vile, <laughs> nauseating fucking turds, right? With, okay. with, complete with, like, their malodorous scent, right? Right, yeah. So if you get something that's, like, in a sterile, secure package and not just, like, a sloppy fucking smelly pile of shit, mm-hmm. I don't know. As the sender, I think I'd be a little let down. Well, so... I mean, that would be tough to pull that off just because you have to get it through the U.S. mail service who, if they notice a smelly, stinky, shitty package, is is going to probably shelve that and see what the contents are, and then it's not going to get to where it needs to go. I would I'm, say, though, you could put it in, like, a mason jar or something, yeah. like, tinted, something that something that where you can't see it's shit, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So then the person has to open it up and smell the shit. I think what you could do is... Put it in a lining that is like requires you to like like the box, right? It comes in a box or a bag or whatever. Mm-hmm. And once it's sealed, in order to see what's inside of it, like think about one of those Amazon mailers. Yeah. Right? Maybe it's double or triple bag, right? Mm-hmm. But in order to see what you got, you have to rip the bag open. And then when you rip it open, you are exposed to the vile shit. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. That would be a way better prank. I agree. Right. That would be better. Maybe we could, we maybe we should start our own company in which we deliver shit with the smell. Right. Like like deliver shit where you know, I mean You have if, to you have to engage with the shit. Yeah, this is this is definitely gonna be something. This isn't nice and clean, like haha, funny joke. Right. Um, you know, you you don't know what you're in for and you're gonna get uh you're gonna get a bag of slop all over your fucking living room carpet. Right. Yeah. Yes. You, you, right. Like, like you greedily think it's some package that you ordered from Amazon and rip it open. You can't wait to get to those, those new earbuds. And uh, odd that they feel soft and runny, but who knows? Maybe that's just a protective packaging and you rip it open. And uh, there it is all over the place on your kids, on your wife, <laughs> right? It's in your mouth. <laughs> Damn, how'd it get in there? Dude, have you ever done one of those things, those experiments like – um you know, like hand washing experiments where you put like some dye and you touch things and you wash your hands and you see how the dye gets everywhere. Yeah. 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 That's how it gets there. Cause you, you know, like you're going to open it up and the first thing that's going to happen is you're going to drop it. It's going to splatter all over the fucking place and you know, it's going to get everywhere. Yeah. 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 Well, maybe we can work on that little side hustle for us. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, uh, honestly, whoever thought of it, th- that as a business, mm-hmm. pure genius. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, so you got anything up top this week? Uh, well, I, um, am self quarantining cause, uh, I had a student that was in class Wednesday and got, was feeling sick Thursday and tested positive for coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So I am, uh, waiting to go get tested myself. Yep. Um, we'll see what happens there. And, uh, <clears throat> no, I mean, you know, another rad day, another rad week at work. I saw lots of cool shit. I got to go in and spend a couple days, like a day in, uh, uh, surveying for mussels. So crawling around in the Creek and digging around for freshwater mussels for about 10 or 12 hours. And then mm-hmm. went into, uh, like, I don't know, suddenly my, like my day to day job has gotten pretty, like it's all, I already enjoy it, but like, I've had a lot of opportunities to do some cool stuff. So we went in and did a plant survey, uh, started a biotic survey of a bog that I manage that no one ever goes into cause it's impossible to get into. Um, so we braved the muck and the mud and the poison sumac to get out to it. And, uh, it's really nice. It's like an actual bog, you know, which are right. pretty rare in Indiana. But the big news this week was yesterday I was driving around and, uh, I saw a fella walking down the street with a t-shirt on that had a picture of like a a cell phone, right? Like a line drawing of a cell phone. Mm -hmm. And it just simply said the fappening on the front (laughs) of the shirt. (laughs) Yeah. Which is amazing that they even made t-shirts for that. It is incredible. And uh, a lot of our listeners probably won't know what that actually is. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It doesn't, you know, it's funny because it doesn't seem like it was that long ago, but I guess it was. It was five years ago, ago, right? It was like five five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, 2014. Okay. So So here I am on the, the uh, Wikipedia page for the fappening. It's the iCloud leaks of leaks of celebrity photos. Mm -hmm. Uh, Almost 500 private pictures of various celebrities, mostly women and many of them containing nudity Mm -hmm. were uh, posted on 4chan. Yep. Um, and so there were a bunch of celebrities that had their most, uh, private of moments and, uh, shameful of body parts exposed on the internet for everybody. And, and, and honestly, mm-hmm. this was in the, the good old days. Um, 
people collectively lost their minds when they saw Jennifer Lawrence's asshole. <laughs> they did indeed. I, I, I distinctly remember that occurring. Right? Yeah. So it was collectively called, it was called The Fappening. Mm-hmm. And uh, then it went away, right? Because yeah. now, like, you know, of course, yeah, of course I can probably find that celebrity naked in some way on the internet, right? right. Who cares? Um, but uh, I saw a fellow wearing a fappening T-shirt walking around town. Incredible. He was probably getting ready to do a school shooting of some sort. <laughs> it was His belly was hanging out underneath the shirt. Mm-hmm. Like he had a, a big, his head... Do you remember the Muppets? There was that one monster that was really tall that had just looked like a like he was really hairy with a big nose. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. he looked like that. He just had like this halo of beard and like scruffy beard and hair, like a sunflower, like a shitty sunflower walking <laughs> down the street, fat sunflower. And uh, his shirt was like tan. Okay. And it just had, it, you could tell it was cheaply made. I can't imagine there would be a quality product associated with the fappening. Oh, I'm sure not. And uh, there it was, screen printed on the front, a cell phone, like, you know, the, 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 the rounded corners of a rectangular shape of a phone. And it just said, the fappening. And I thought, wow, yeah. who thought <laughs> that that would even exist and that you, someone would actually even wear it? <laughs> Yeah, for sure. But I guess if anyone were going to, it would be the man that you just described. Yeah, his belly was shamelessly protruding from underneath his shirt. Very sick. That sounds like a very cool guy, a guy I'd like to track down and have a conversation with. There they are on on Redbubble, the fappening T-shirts. And there's the fucking shirt I saw. I'll make sure to bookmark it. (laughs) Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it's insane that... uh, that people are still ordering those. There's there's actually several designs. <laughs> Amazing. I think a lot of those are just generated by fucking AI algorithms. Probably. Probably. Yeah. I mean, but if you just put in the fappening shirt, a bunch of those like one-off t-shirt uh, companies, um, a bunch of those one-off t-shirt companies like Redbubble and whatever, mm-hmm. um, there they have them. Here's one right here. It just says <laughs> 83114, never forget. <laughs> and then another one that says eight thirty one fourteen. I was there. Incredible. Well, I'll be sure to bookmark that for me so I can order a whole array of them. Uh, I'd like to have one for every day of the week. Wow. Honestly, um, yeah, there's a bunch of them, man. And the one that I saw, it's not a cell phone, actually. It's the download icon with the cloud. Ah, okay. So good, good stuff. Yeah. Um, so before we jump into the queue this week, I wanted to bring something up that you said on a recent Patreon episode, just because I thought it was such a brilliant analogy that our listeners uh, deserve to hear that outside of just of our, our, our paying customers. Okay. And it's because we were li- we had listened to 18 Vision, 18 Visions on the most recent Patreon episode of the podcast, and we're just um, discussing how fucking terrible they are. And uh, we were talking about Trust Kill Records and shit. Are you slurping on a beverage? I got some nice hot coffee here in front of me. <laughs> well, now everybody knows that, you are, that you're slurping away on it. Everybody knows that I consume beverages. Yeah, I'm sure it's real nice to have in your ears. Just <laughs> it's, Hey, man, there's lots. L- listen to this. Listen, hold up. Listen to this. Mm-hmm. <sighs> 
Mm, that gets nice. a lot of people's skin tingling right there. Yeah, yeah that's some good ASMR. Yeah. Um, but anyway, when we were talking about trust kill and whatnot, cause I was kind of talking about how I forget a lot of the time that trust kill started in like 93 or 94. And they actually had a run early on where they released a handful of really good shit before they started, uh, before they pivoted to singy music with breakdowns in it with like poison, the well and 18 visions and all that type of shit. Um, and uh, you made a really excellent analogy in which you said that Trust Kill is the GoBots to Victory Records Transformers, which Indeed. I thought was like the most apt way to summarize w- that relationship and that dynamic. Um, and it's funny because I posted that in the uh, Demo Listen Facebook group and my friend Rusty said, if that's the case, if, if, if Trust Kill is GoBots, and uh victory is transformers then what does that make ferret records is that like the chinese bodega uh toy like imported from mexico with like a bootleg spider-man on it that says avengers and i was like yeah that's probably the case i think that calling back the 80s toys i think that ferret is probably starriers or um, inhumanoids (laughs) <laughs> there you go. Yeah, those are good comparisons for now, sure. Now, Star were dope. Um, I'm not gonna lie; I had a bunch of those. But that's 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 what that's what Ferret, Ferret was. Okay. Um, all right. So on that note, now that we've pivoted to music and are not talking about uh, shit pies and leaks of celebrity nudes, I guess we can uh, start tackling the queue this week. So uh, I think I've got it better organized than I did last week, and I'm certainly more awake than I was. So let's just see if this goes a little bit better than it did the last time I attempted, because I'm trying okay. to actually give credit to people who submit this shit. Okay, so first up, we have Loud Night with Mind Numbing Pleasure. This is out on Vinyl Conflict Records out of Richmond, Virginia. This was submitted by a couple folks. It was submitted by uh, my homie Grant and then also AJ, who submits stuff to the podcast fairly frequently and also calls and uh, leaves inane messages. Then next up, we have Clowncore with Van. This is a band from Nevada that I am passingly familiar with because i saw like a minute and a half long video of them playing a set inside of a porta potty yo Um, i keep getting videos from this band popping up on my youtube suggestions mm -hmm. i have not watched it yet mainly because of the whole clown thing like yeah you know as, as a concept um there aren't very many things that have been more played and and become more um i guess symbolically reviled than clowns in the past 20 years maybe zombies yeah for sure um this was sent in by trip durden he said it's part noise part electronic part part jazz with some harsh vocals that was recorded in a van while driving down the road it's real weirdo shit that bounces between being off-putting and catchy um i don't know to me it sounds like fake weirdo shit of the highest order but uh i guess we'll listen to it and see oh maybe if if the dice favors them Mm mm-hmm then next up we have, I think it's pronounced Beerus, B-I-R-U-S-S. This was sent in by John from the band The Path. Um, the release is E-P-E-A. They are a band from Mongolia. Um, John said that during the beginning of like quarantine and all this COVID shit, he got like uh, a group text going or something of that nature where it was basically just 
compiling records for he and his homies to listen to um, so that they just didn't fall behind and they just stayed up to date on cool new shit that was happening even while the quarantine was going on, which is a cool idea. Um, And that he was going through and doing one for every single state and now it's moved into international stuff and that this was just a thing that he discovered from Mongolia that was pretty cool, so he sent it our way. Then next up, we have Bastard Priest with their release, Vengeance. This is a band from Sweden, and it was sent in by Shea Wilder. Uh, Shea plays in the band Guardrail. Uh, He simply said, unlike my band, this band is actually good. So (laughs) we we, we didn't love Guardrail when we played them on the the podcast. So Shea, shout out to you for having a good sense of humor about it. Then next up, we have another submission from Grant. This is Caustic Wound with Death Posture. It is a new release on Profound Lore. He said it is just like ripping death grind and shit. And by new, I mean it's it came out this year. It's it's I think it came out in like April or May. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen it being passed around, but I have not listened to it yet. Then next up, we have Ozhog, I think is how it's pronounced, O-Z-H-O-G. This is another international release with their Demo 3. It was sent in by the uh, the continually i don't know how to describe him he's just a man who continually sends in heat so i expect this will be very good ryan donahoe um i think has only sent in one thing that we've uh, selected that we didn't love and even at that we were you know only lukewarm on it so hopefully this will be good too this is a band from belarus um we actually have a, a shit ton of international stuff in the queue tonight which i'm stoked about yeah belarus is uh, on the map i think molchat doma is from belarus as well they are indeed, yeah. Um, then we have uh, Cadenaxo, C-A-D-E-N-A-X-O, with Languis Podridas LP. They're Languis Podridas LP. Um, probably not pronouncing any of that correct. Uh, this is another band from Mexico City. We had one Jenny Dive- Diver on the last episode and enjoyed it. Um, this was sent in by TJ, who's always sending in dope international stuff, so appreciate the submission. And this is on 11 p.m. This has been out for a minute. Oh, this is on 11 p.m.? Yeah, yeah, they've had this up for a while. Right on. Um, Then next up, we have Accursed Share with one of my favorite record titles that I've seen in a while, God the Bitch Has Hidden. Yeah. (laughs) And I love that so much, especially hyphenating God the Bitch. Yeah. You know that it's a, a single title. Um, this was sent in by Amos, um, said that they are not in the band, but it is a band from Denver, Colorado that they enjoy. Um, even if this music sucks, the name God the Bitch is Hidden is a, such a good fucking name that uh, I back them regardless of how they sound. Then next up, we have Roundhouse. This was sent in both by a friend of the band, Brennan Vish, and a guitarist of the band, Brad. Brad has sent in a few things from Western Michigan that we've checked out on the podcast. Um, this is his band. They had a demo out a couple years ago, but this is their first proper EP, and it just dropped um, the day before that accursed day in September um, when the towers fell. So this came out on September 10th. Oh, is it like a memorial piece, I guess? Yeah, it probably is. I would, if I had to guess for sure. Um, there's some. The artwork is somebody climbing a ladder, which I guess probably represents the brave first responders climbing up to rescue people as they hurl themselves out of the towers, or people climbing the stairs to hurl themselves off the <laughs> 89th floor because the 82nd floor is on fire. Yeah, perhaps that as well. <laughs> or me trying to escape the bowels of hell because I'm a <laughs> shit person. Or. Me climbing up to heaven to get my hands around the scrawny pencil neck of Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> any of the above. <laughs> Interpret it however feels correct to you. And then last up, we have false negative with a brief respite, a brief respite from civility. This was sent in by my homie Jim O'Connell uh, from Chicago. I think the band is from the Chicago land area. Jim uh, has played in a bunch of rad bands over the years. He used to be in a really sick band called Razor Fade. He plays in a band called Brick Assassin now that I dig a lot. Um, if he's sending this in, I imagine it's probably good. The description on here is dope. Um, says that it's aping the golden age of Midwest hardcore. I think they're going for like necros, uh, negative approach, big boys, shit like that. Um, so, or not, not big boys are from Texas. Uh, yeah, that, that, that classic Midwest band, big, boys. <laughs> big boys are from Texas. I meant to say meat men. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, if they're, if they're, if they're owning that, then I imagine that, uh, it's probably good. The artwork is sent, uh, is sick. It was sent in by somebody whose taste I trust. So I'm kind of hoping that we land on this, but even if we don't, I'll probably check it out just cause it looks fucking dope. So, uh, on that note, let's roll the dice and see what's up first. Alrighty. Four. Okay. One, two, three, four, four is bastard priest. The Bandcamp is bastardpriest.bandcamp.com. They are from Sweden, described as Swedish death metal. Uh, I've seen this name before, but I've never listened to the band. This is a four-song seven-inch that came out in July of this year. Um, or maybe it's not a seven-inch. It's a cassette. Yeah, okay. It's a 12-inch it's it's EP. EP cassette and CD. So they covered all their fucking bases with this one. Um, so the name of the release is Vengeance. Um, there's kind of a title track on here because there is a track called Vengeance of the Damned mm-hmm. and the record is just called Vengeance. So, um, Eyes of the to... Possessed is what loads though. Yeah, indeed. Um, I think we go, I think we, I think that they want us to hear Eyes of the Possessed. Okay, let's do it. So we're going to listen to Eyes of the Possessed by Bastard Priest off of their seven or their 12 inch EP rather, uh, Vengeance.
All right, so we just listened to the song Eyes of the Possessed by Bastard Priest off of Vengeance. And I got to say, that was some pretty convincing uh, left-hand path slash clandestine era entombed worship. Yeah, I was going to say that that was really on the nose and well executed. This band has been around for a while, though, so they know mm-hmm. what they're doing. Yeah. Um, I don't know what other projects that members have been in, but it's clear that they know what they're doing. They know yeah. all the right they know all the right tricks. Uh, that's what I was going to say. I was like, uh, I don't know, pick two Swedish death metal bands from the late eighties and early nineties. Mm-hmm. I'll say nihilist and dismember. And that's sure. what it's like. Sure. Yeah. There's plenty there. Yeah. There's, they're taking influence from a swath of different like Swedish uh, and Scandi death metal bands from that era. I thought it was most, most, uh, obviously informed by entombed, but yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Dismember is, is, is right in there too. And even like pulling from obviously non uh, Scandinavian shit too. There's plenty of like early, like scream bloody gore era death in this too. Um, but it's got the HM2 buzz that makes it uh, clearly indebted to like the OG um, mm-hmm. Swedish death metal stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I, uh, yeah, for sure. And, and this was just raw enough that uh, I felt like this, uh, that's why I said nihilist instead of entombed. Right. Sure. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah, this was really good though. I mean, I, I enjoyed that. Didn't get tired of it. The, uh, four minute running time did not overstay its welcome. Not at all. Um, the, uh, the breakdown the, uh, toward the end and in, in, in the last third of the song was very tastefully done and didn't overstay its welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was, that was really good. I wish that I hope to see this in the States and I'll have to look around cause boy, am I not paying 16 euros and then shipping. Yeah, for dude. four songs on a twelve inch. Yeah, for sure. I I felt the same way because I was like looking at it. I was like, mm, you know, I kind of want to order this, and then I saw it was sixteen euros, and then you know, you got to figure the the shipping. The right. shipping is probably going to be close to as, as much. Um, right. So by the time you're done, you're looking at you're paying forty five dollars for four songs. Nope. Yeah, for sure. Well, so uh, so yeah, maybe maybe we can find a, a U.S. distro that has this because I would definitely like to have a copy of this for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was really fucking good. Shay, you are correct. This band is um, unfortunately indeed better than your band. But hey, at, they're better than a lot of my bands too. So don't feel bad. Yeah, I, I was reading the lyrics along, you know, as we were going. Yeah. And, you know, of course, the lyrics sort of paint this like typical nightmarish sort of uh, nightmarish, almost sort of like fantasy realm, right? With evil forces arising and malicious spirits hunting for prey and spreading death and decay and pretty much just putting a lot of, you know, standard cliche uh, ideas, you know, in every line. And then the last two lines of the song, the lyrics got me. It says, um, Slowly you come to realize uh, time has come to die. And I was thinking, well, if I'm witnessing everything has happened in this song, I either assume I'm already dead or fuck it, who gives a shit? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, sure. like there's, no, there's nothing slow about that, right? No, no. That, that's a pretty... from, the, from the grave ripping flesh and like tormenting me and with their, with their hallowed screams. Like <laughs> I figure I'm fucked. Yeah, for sure. It's not a slow realization. That's an instantaneous realization that things have gone all the way off the fucking rails. Right. I'll tell you what's a slow realization is getting a text from your student this morning telling you that she's sick with COVID. She tested positive Uh, after getting her results came back on Thursday. She was in class on Wednesday Mm -hmm. and now I have been coughing. (laughs) That's that's my slow realization that the time has come to die. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Right? Or, sure. or at least now I'm like acutely aware of every little cough or like, oh, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, can I still smell things? Let me sniff my coffee here real quick. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. I can still smell my coffee. So I'm good there. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a slow realization, not right. watching the uh, tormented, uh, mutated souls of the dead arise from hell and uh, <laughs> come ripping for me. Also, can you imagine how bummed like pe- most people, I would say probably 99% of people who pen lyrics like this would be if they actually saw that come to life in front of their eyes. Like they I think, think they think, think there's an understatement. Yeah, I, it's for sure, but like, you know, they're penning these lyrics and like trying to embody like this fucking evil persona and shit. But yeah. then like you're suddenly slapped in the face with a big fucking dose of reality if this shit starts to unfold before your eyes. You're like, fuck, yeah. I did not mean to fucking evoke the tormented spirits of hell spawn to unleash them upon the earth. This sucks. Right. Pretty soon you'd be like, help me, Jesus, I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah, you're really playing a different tune <laughs> pretty soon after witnessing that. <laughs> um but uh but yeah that said like i said really good stuff very on the nose i mean if you if you like um any of the bands that this is referencing you will probably like this uh, like this it was very capably performed interesting like i said didn't overstay its welcome the riffs were good the tone was good the production was good not a whole lot more to say about it it was just very very solidly executed classic scandy death metal stuff yeah uh so let's roll the dice and see what's next Nine. Okay. Nine is uh, something I was hoping we would land on. False Negative. The Bandcamp is falsenegative217.bandcamp.com. We're going to listen to their August release because it looks like their September tape is a live recording. So their August tape is their first proper demo. It is, Nate, you'll be pleased about this. It's 13 songs. So that's, that's, a de- that's the type of demo that you're often advocating for. Hell yeah. Give me, give me, give me something, right? Right, sure. Like if, if... If uh, a bastard priest had, I don't know, eight songs on that record, I might think about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Probably not right now, but like, yeah, I'd fucking well, buy that. You know well, what I'm saying? Because right now you need to get your your affairs and your estate in order. I do have to get my estate in order, right? Um, right. I, I can feel the cytokine storm just building in the epithelial lining of my lungs right now. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, like this is this is a proper fucking release, right? This yeah. isn't this isn't uh, Jackal trying to pull one over on you by giving you two minutes and forty five seconds of music on a fucking seven inch, right? <laughs> right. This is the real deal. Okay, I I, I like their uh, I like the, their self description too. It seems they're pretty self aware and to the point. Written, recorded in summer, fall, winter of twenty nineteen, and early winter of twenty twenty. A brief respite from civility is the first demonstration cassette from False Negative, released on Board Pissed. It is an unapologetic aping of the golden age of Midwest hardcore. FN will return. Screw. Uh, I fuck with that. Uh, no no flowery language. Just saying exactly what they're about when they recorded it, who put it out. And that's really all there is to it. That's, uh, yeah. that's what I like to see. The artwork is dope. Um, let's, uh, let's just, uh, jump in they, at the beginning. Well, they have an eponymous song, false negative. Oh, they, oh yeah, dude. You always got to pick the eponymous track. All right, cool. Right. So we're going to listen to false negative by false negative off of their demo, a brief respite from civility. <laughs> Water. Your veins are gonna burst. Your blood is pumping harder. 
right, so we just heard the song False Negative by the band False Negative Negative off their demo, A Brief Respite from Civility. Nate, how'd you feel about that? Uh, I like that in the way that I just kind of like goofy, hardcore from the 80s. Um, yeah, sure. Just having fun, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, this was definitely not, um, this definitely brought to mind like Meat Men or something like that. Right, yeah, I was going to say, this is this is way more Meat Men than it is Necros or Negative Approach, for yes, sure. which is fine. I mean, I don't always listen to the Meat Men. It's not like I wake up in the morning thinking about the Meat Men. It's right. not like I, I, I wake up in the morning and, uh, you know, wonder uh wonder what's going on in the meat men's world or what tesco v's up to right Uh, or it's not like i I wake up wondering and reminding myself and remembering how much tesco v looks like al bundy or you know how tesco v wrote wrote about how he was creeping on women and watching them piss through holes in the walls at the fucking bars and then the total recall fucking discography discography for negative approach or like how tesco v was telling a bunch of really fucking tired fucking sexist grandpa jokes last time i saw him uh with negative approach in detroit Mm -hmm. or uh, how tesco v um probably is horrible to actually be around (laughs) um you know or anything like that but like sure i like the meat man well enough because i have i i do have a big soft spot for um well let's just say what it is like scumbag offensive hardcore sure yeah of course right and i don't think these guys i don't think these guys have the fucking nuts that tesco v has to cross the scumbag offensive hardcore line right (laughs) yeah they're not gonna write a track like lesbian death dirge no they're not right we this is this is 2020 this isn't 1980 right um but nevertheless um I do appreciate the attempt. There were some very sour notes in there. <laughs> there were indeed, yes. Which, which stood out even to my ear, mm-hmm. but actually worked to the benefit of the song. Sure. Um, so in many ways, yes, this is, this is, I mean, if you want to get away from the Midwest, this isn't, this is in the same vein of like just offensive fucking goofy hardcores like Fang too. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I dug this. It, uh, it's fun, right? Don't, right. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Just, uh, you know, don't get all fucking, you know, up in arms over something. You know what I mean? Um, also, don't, don't don't overstay your welcome with this band. Don't overstay your, wel- your welcome. Hardcore doesn't have to be fucking like, you know, this serious thing. It can be, there's plenty of room for fucking being stupid and goofy just as long as you have uh, catchy, uh, catchy Tom beats and, uh, you know, short songs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And all the song lengths on this are clock in around a minute or under. Um, yeah, I mean, so so musically that kind of sucked. Like, I mean, it was it was like it was not tuned. Like the, the instruments were not tuned at all. The recording was not good. Um, the vocals were like way too on top of the mix. The mix was super, super fucking dry. Um, the tones were bad. The songwriting was like mad basic. But for all of the reasons that you listed, uh, I still enjoyed this. It was fun and it did evoke a very specific vein of hardcore from like the first wave of U.S. hardcore stuff um, that I had a fondness for when I was a kid and still have a fondness fondness for now, um, you know, 20 years later. Uh, so yeah, for those reasons, I, I enjoyed this just fine. Um, but uh, yeah, unless, unless they get like significantly better, uh, and write like more interesting ripping songs. I I, do, I probably wouldn't want to hear a ton more out of this band. You know what I mean? This is a thirteen song offering. 
Um, and like a couple seven inches is probably all the more I need to hear from a band in this vein, unless they decide to take it a lot more seriously and like buckle down and write some songs that fucking rip. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. This doesn't, there, there doesn't need to be a deep dive with this band. Just uh, give me maybe five more songs. Right. Right. Yeah, for sure. And, yeah. and if you're, and if you're fun live, then dope, you know what I mean? Then you've, then you've nailed what you're going for. And, uh, and, and I'm happy to support you in, in that endeavor. But beyond that, yeah, I don't need like, I don't need a fucking massive discography from a band like this. I just need a couple fun releases that I can uh, throw on and feel nostalgic for. And I'm sure if you're a kid, um, go into these shows and this is like your first local hardcore band that you're into then this is a good this is a good jumping off point for sure you know what i mean yeah um don't have a whole lot more to say about it uh thanks to jim for sending that in false negative uh you know keep it up but not for too long let's uh roll the roll the dice see what's up next okay uh seven okay seven is a cursed share with god the bitch has hidden oh okay i was hoping we got to this one yeah, so the Bandcamp is accursedshare.bandcamp.com. Um, I'm I'm really interested to see if the if the music holds up to the promise of the name. Dude, the uh, artwork is unfucking real. Yeah, it's so fucking bad. There's like, uh, it looks like there's a little, like sad man in the window. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, of a ruined castle with like terrible, terrible like scrawled. Um, like scratchy black metal logo. Is it uh, Lincoln in the window? I'm zooming in. Hold on. Let me let me uh, enhance. Yeah. And, uh, let me enhance and degauss this image. Yeah. Image zoom and enhance. Um, uh, I think it's Abe Lincoln. It looks like kind of like Abe Lincoln, but I'm not sure that it actually is. <laughs> I'm gonna say that's Abe Lincoln up in that window. Okay. Um, let's see what this, maybe this, this seems like it's maybe a one man project or a one person project. Do um, the other artwork too. Yes. It, w- it looks like a middle Eastern soldier of some sort with a, with a caption that just says the bull, the bullets, the medication for men. That's right. Give them a dose of vitamin L, right? When all else fails. <laughs> Indeed. So the description is, I want my music to sound like the stomp that is stomped by a young man who stomps on a dog, <laughs> then goes into the woods and kills himself by free freezing to death months later someone finds his now thawed and rotting corpse and pulls a cassette tape out of his pocket and what do you know he recorded the stomp what do you know <laughs> so i think we obviously have to listen to the title track of this release yeah so, absolutely. so we're gonna listen to god the bitch has hidden off of the release of the same name by accursed share from denver colorado
Okay, we just listened to the song God the Bitch Has Hidden off of the release of the same name by the band Accursed Share. Nate, what did you think about it? Uh, that was perfect. Um, I like that for probably... Well, I, I think that this was intentionally done to be as shitty as possible, and that's mm-hmm. why I liked it. Um, there are, like, you know, black metal basically got its roots from a bunch of fucking bitchy little fucking melodramatic incels, essentially, right? Right. I mean, if we're taking it back to Norway, right? Mm-hmm. Um, basically, a bunch of bitchy incels that just, uh, you know, had a bunch of frustrations, probably because they couldn't get laid in the uh, late 80s and uh, decided to uh, make music that was unlistenable. Right. Um, And uh, turns out a couple of them were actually murderers um, and there were like genuinely like, you know, shitty people there. But most of them were just, you know, typical fucking shitty teenagers that that that, uh, landed on a hook. Right. Sure. Um, And uh, over the years. I think that there are very few genres of, of, of uh, punk and metal that are more fucking bloated on the, uh, uh, the, the huffed gases of sniffing their own farts. Um, I, think true, that, yeah. I, I think that black metal is one of those genres where the people that are in black metal bands, um, there's a good men, not all of them, because I know, I know a bunch of them, but there are many of them who feel like they are doing something way more significant than they really are. And oh, yeah. uh, at its heart, um, you know, it kind of gets lost as everything in the fashion and in the, uh, the, the, the grandeur, like, especially like I love emperor, but boy, oh boy, oh boy. When you look at like, you know, the proclamations of Isan on the back of emperor, emperor performs black metal art exclusively, right. uh, go chop your dick off and eat it. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I get it. Like anthems is a fucking great album, you know, and you guys were super young when you did night, night side eclipse, which is fucking amazing. But like, fuck off. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, if you still feel that way about your shitty black metal project, fuck off. Right. And and that goes to anybody. Um, so to me, this gets right to the heart of things and made something that is thoroughly unenjoyable. Um, I don't really ever want to hear it again. You know what I mean? But it was amusing and it was shitty and it turned, it turned me off in all the right ways that, uh, I really liked it. This kind of falls into, that category of music that I own, a good portion of the music that I own and listen to, I listen to because I know it induces anxiety and just sort of like it, it induces negative feelings in other people. Like I just, I just <laughs> right. want to like in, I, I inflict it on other people. Right. Yeah. I love punishing people with music. Right. Like this for sure. Yes. Right. And so I don't want you to have a good time. Right. Right. And you know, Neither did uh, neither did those pesky kids in Norway in 1989 and 1990. They didn't want you to have a good time either. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think this hits the nail on the head for me. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was going to say essentially the same thing in the sense that this is probably the like quote unquote truest black metal that I've heard in quite a while. Um, this just cuts to the quick of what the entire thing is all about. Um, and I, I gotta be frank, I, you know, I mean, I play, I play in a black metal band and myself and Colin, the guitarist, were talking at our last practice about how, like, I honestly like my black metal. I prefer my black metal to be made by like incel edge Lord weirdos, just because I think it yields the best results most of the time. Yeah, um, I, 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 and, and I certainly don't want like my black metal to get, you know, recognized by 
media outlets like, <laughs> right, like yeah vice or even like fucking npr i remember reading like a fucking review years ago of like a deaf heaven record on npr and was like well i guess there's no reason to listen to that band Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like, you know, even just the about me section in this, like talking about a young man stomping on a dog and going into the wood to kill himself, um, that evokes the sort of edgelord incel imagery that I want for my black metal musicians. Um, The music is, like you said, it's intentionally off-putting. It's intentionally shittily recorded. Um, It evokes all of the things about early black metal that immediately attracted to me it attracted me to it when I heard it when I was a kid. I mean, this evokes Hellhammer and early Burzum and all of that shit that uh, I still love to this day. Um, I probably would l- want to hear this again because I genuinely enjoy shit that sounds like this. Yeah, yeah, I would. I'm just saying, like, if you give me if you give me the option to, you know, I don't know, listen to this or like, you know, Beherit, I'm gonna listen to Beherit, right? Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, you know, so it's like, you know, yeah, I'll listen to this, but this isn't, this is not going to enter the lexicon of black metal bands where I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, fair enough. Right. This is, this is not going to like find its way to the hallowed halls of legendary black metal that stays in my rotation, you know, steadily in my rotation over the next 20 years. Um, yeah. And, and like, honestly, I mean, it's, you know, intentionally juvenile, right? Um, everything about it is right. juvenile, but yo. So is fucking black metal, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I was saying, like, you know, black metal is one of the most bloated fucking genres. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Fuck you, Emperor. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 like, like your, I like your music, but, uh, you know, you guys can go get fucked and, uh, you know, fuck all you other... Uh, I, I, honestly, I, modern black metal bands, I don't even listen to them that much because they're just so fucking tiresome and tedious. Uh, a lot are. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, like like as a as a general rule, the genre has kind of for me has gotten really tiresome and tedious. Right. Yeah, for sure. Because um, you know what? You're fucking fake. You're fucking fake. Right. You're not burning churches. You're not killing each other. Right. You're not yeah. just creeping into the fucking Olympic the Olympic village and like slaying people. Right. Right. For whatever reason, you know, you, you now obviously like that was shitty and fucking homophobic thing to do, but like, Hey, at least there was some bite to it. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you know exactly. what I mean? Just yeah. growing a fucking hoary beard or shaving your head and dressing all in black. You know, <laughs> go, go fuck yourself. Right. I'm, I'm a black metal musician. Oh, oh, listen to me playing these minor tremolo chords. Oh, <laughs> fuck off. You know, oh, look at me. Look how hoary my beard is. Look at me. My dreads are crazy. I'm wild and I'm black metal. <laughs> fuck you. You fucking watched. You, you were fucking watching The Office last week, you fucking poser. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. You know what for I mean? Sure. Yeah. Ooh, Satan. Fuck off. <laughs> well, and see, that's that's why I like that's why I prefer my black metal to be made by like genuine weird I, I will I will take like an incel school shooter type because at least they're like a genuine weirdo and an outsider. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I don't want him to shoot people, but if he can harness that and make genuinely outsider music, go go for it, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? There, there's like a whole wave of, of black metal right now that is 
I mean, it's ideologically aligned with where I sit politically, right? But it's like overtly leftist black metal. Yeah. And it's such a fucking turnoff to me just because it's like, dude, like as if, as you already pointed out, you know, black metal isn't already bloated on the smell of its own farts enough. Now you inject like hyper preachy, like communist political doctrine into the music as well as the seven minutes on links. Like I'm I'm all the way out on that, dude. Like, right. I, I would much rather just have some fucking incel singing about orcs all day. Right, right. Like, if if you really think that, like, you know, if, if you're really clinging to this, you know, what, you think, like, the fucking gates of hell open up and old Peck comes up out, he's, like, you know, handing you fucking copies of Marx and shit and telling <laughs> you how to live in a fucking utopian society? No, man, you're on the fucking pitchfork just like everybody else, right? Matter right. of fact, the only people that aren't on the pitchfork are probably the nastiest, most vile of fucking capitalists and uh, racist fucking, you know, corporate anarchists. You know what I mean? Like, those are the people that, like, old Azazel's really going to come up and, like, you know, fan their fucking balls. All you guys that are crying about, you know, you know, fucking cops killing people and shit like that, you're the first to fucking go. Right, yeah, the devil does not favor you, my the dude. Devil, the devil does not favor you, as is apparent because we continually fucking lose to the fucking cops and the racists and the fucking anarcho-capitalists. Right, exactly. Yes, right? it's clear who the devil favors. Right. So, you know, fuck you. Get, get, you know, like, it's all just a bunch of fucking bloated poser shit. And so when I when uh, I hear something like this, you know what? I hope this guy did stomp a dog again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. And on that note, let's, uh, let's roll the dice and uh, see what's up next. Uh, let's see. Two. Okay, two is something I wasn't necessarily excited to land on, but it is what it is. Clowncore.bandcamp.com. Right. This well, band speaking is, of black metal, right? I, I don't know that this is black metal. Yeah, but um, black metal is definitely clowncore. <laughs> and they do paint their faces like clowns. Yes, they uh, do. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I saw a video that people were sharing of these two dudes playing in a fucking portage on, and um, it didn't. I mean, it immediately just fucking pinged my poser radar. Um, it, it it just seemed like, I don't know, dumb novelty music. And the whole concept seems like dumb novelty music to me in a way that isn't actually appealing whatsoever. Um, let's lots just listen. Of people, lots of people like them. Yeah, evidently. But a lot of people like fucking, you know, um, Evanescence. And, and 18 visions yes it's it's no metric of uh, hey, actual quality do you remember years ago when i sent you that uh, series of texts talking about how i was reading an interview with evanescence yes and what's the singer's name uh amy something amy and how uh wake me up was actually inspired by her i think it was uh um, um impacted bowel syndrome that <laughs> Yeah, she I had to wake up her colon and you weren't used to my hijinks and you thought I was being serious. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> I wish so badly that were true. Yeah, I know, me too. <laughs> it would make it would make that song actually pretty sick. I wish I could pull the eyes the wool over your eyes as easily today as I could back then. Yeah, if only. 
Um, so the person who sent this in said that we should just listen to the first track. Um, I mean, it's the opening of the record. It's what they have queued up to play anyway. So I guess let's just go with that. Okay. So we're going to listen to Flat Earth by Clowncore off of their record van. We just heard the song Flat Earth by the band Clowncore Clown off of their record Van. And um, <clears throat> I just got to say, man, that's like, you might feel differently about this, Nate, but uh, once again, that pinged my poser radar. That, that to me seems like a fucking 10-minute feature on NPR waiting to happen. That seems like fake outsider music for people who want to have a novel interest that they can show off to their fucking normie coworkers and seem like genuine fucking freaks, even though they go home and listen to fucking Mumford and Sons with their wife and three children. Um, this to me is not appealing in any way. It's not genuinely weird. It's incredibly fucking contrived. Um, everything about it is fucking lame and stupid. Uh, I, it's one of the things that I think I've liked the least on this show ever for reasons entirely different than I usually don't like stuff. Um, I guess, except save the fact that it just feels false, um, which is kind of a recurring thread through most of the stuff that we really go in on, on this show. But, uh, yeah, man, I don't know. To me, that's just like, that's, it's, it's waiting for a corporate takeover. It's waiting to play a festival festival and be the thing that, uh, people like 20 somethings with no shirt on and big ironic sunglasses rolling on X tell their friends that they witnessed after they go home from their weekend uh, slumming it at the major fucking music publication festival nothing about this rings is like genuinely weird or cool to me um it sucks i hate it i hope they flip their van yeah i, I kind of agree with that it's definitely a bit try hard um 
and I, so I was just kind of like, you know, did a little search on, on, on uh, clown core while we were going while, while that was playing. And, you know, like, I guess they have an adult swim video and I think that fucking lines up because this, this sounds like, you know, it's, I like plenty of adult swim shit. Sure. But it's definitely like edgy shit for people that actually think they're edgy. Right. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that, 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 that like, you know, would consider themselves, oh, I like, I like pretty edgy shit. Um, I don't, I don't know if you've ever, um, I don't know if you've ever uh, heard of Tim and Eric or Eric Andre. Yeah. I like a little band called Daughters. You might've heard yeah. of them. I like a little stuff like that. I don't know if you've ever seen the show Squidbillies. Um, <laughs> that's one of my favorite programs. Um, that's pretty good. It's, it's kind of edgy. Um, you know. I, think, I, I like uh, I like uh, One Punch Man. Um, have you ever seen that? Oh, it's great. It's it's um, you know it's anime, but it's like not like anime that you know is like you know all super serious and important, and you know like the underdog comes through. It's you know <laughs> it's a guy that's kind of like the suit the strongest superhero of all time. He's kind of bored with it. It's it's pretty cool. I also like there's a an anime called um, um, uh, Black Clover that I really like. Um, <laughs> You know, that is, uh, well, it's anime that's, you know, it's kind of different. I mean, it's like the underdog that is super serious about like, you know, finding his powers and there's like groups of zany wizards and stuff like that. But it's, it's not like the other ones, uh, other shows like, you know, fairy tale. That's like an underdog that finds a group of zany wizards and hangs out with and like finds his powers <laughs> and stuff like that. That's, that's the kind of stuff that I like. Um, so I don't know. So I kind of feel like that, um, with this. Yes, yeah. Um, sure. You know, like the synth part of it when it first came in was I kind of liked. Um, you know, like if if that was a fucking filmmaker track with that fucking synth part to it, I'd have been into it. Sure. Um, but then the saxes and the fucking just all the other fucking spices went into the mix, right? Mm-hmm. And um, all the poop and pee and basil and everything else came into the mix as well, and it just wasn't as good. Yeah, and and like the sax the saxophone stuff, I get it. You're trying to channel John Zorn and stuff, I'm sure. And I like John Zorn for what it is. It was it was novel at the time. I think uh, evoking that shit now is very tired and played out. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. I, I, I these these dudes could be perfectly nice and and maybe drawing from a well of shit that I enjoy and. I'm sure that we could uh, we could kick it and and have a nice conversation about things that we mutually get into. You know, I don't wish any ill will on these people, really. But like, as you can see by the number of people that support it, right? Like, just the number of people that have bought this, and like mm-hmm. the as you pointed out, the Adult Swim feature and everything about it to me just feels like incredibly contrived and designed to seem weird to people who have never been exposed to anything weird like yeah. they they own this but like if you put on like a gore grind record for them they would be appalled you know what i'm saying it's just like i, I don't know man that's yeah, this, this is just not for me it's uh it's it's uh reddit weird yeah exactly man right exactly. I, I don't know if there's um there's a website called reddit that has a lot of weird stuff on it <laughs> Um, that's where I discover a lot of the weird stuff that I like. Right. This is right. This is this is like weirdo shit for the redditor, not for the uh, not for the best gore aficionado. You know. Right. Like exactly. Like you know, um, 
the last band that we listened to, um, uh, a cursed stare or a, cur- a cursed share, I guess. Is not yeah. stare. That was fucking weird without like trying to overplay it. Right. Right. And yeah. you know, that guy might be a total fucking prick. If he stomps dogs to death, he probably is, but at least, you know, sounded good. Yeah. You know for I mean? sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, and these guys might be total, totally nice, but like, it's just pretty try hard. And, and look, man, I, it's not a popular position, especially in, in today's climate, but like, I'm, I will just say like, and I've always been this way, like, even if I'm not going to be friends with them, at least in terms of like an artist or a creator, I will take like the genuinely transgressive weirdo with like ugly, ugly views, um, who is like genuine and an outsider as opposed to the dudes I could probably get along with just fine, but are making like contrived, just like boring art. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I, 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 even though I probably wouldn't want to hang out with Tesco V, I would take that dude fronting a band a million times over the nice dude fronting the boring shit that I've could see or hear in a fucking target. You know, that's sure. Cause it's more interesting. It's more interesting. And you know, at least from our, from my perspective, it, it doesn't come um, laden with pretense sometimes because a lot of times not now, obviously we're totally off fucking clown core right now. Um, you know, flush it. Um, but a lot of time, a lot of times it gets back to our thing about like leftist politics in black metal, right? right? It's at one point does the fucking, you know, at what point does like it just become proselytization? Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. And at that point, like when you start, when you start front loading that shit in, yeah, that ain't fucking black metal. That's right. no more fucking black metal than uh, you know the, the the white metal fucking bizarro Jesus universe of bullshit. Exactly. Uh, where they, they they produce stuff that is sonically almost identical to you know I don't know Cannibal Corpse, but uh, it's uh, you know trying to get you to fucking suck on a demigod's nuts, right? Right, and that's and that's what I mean. Like as much as I might agree with you on paper ideologically, like you've just removed the essence of the genre like you've just you've warped it into something else and something that to my taste is just less appealing i I want i want the transgressive shit that's just how i am even the transgressive shit i agree with to the fucking in every bone of my body screams out against the shit that it is preaching i want that shit in my art like that's what's interesting to me that's what's engaging to me there's plenty of fucking music and art that i consume that i agree with ideologically too but i'm just saying like especially it's not a prereq by any fucking stretch of the imagination no and like if you're gonna make like weirdo weirdo shit i i want to feel i want to feel alienated by it in some way i i you know what i don't know man it's just i want you to be a real weirdo right yeah that's what i'm saying man yeah that's, and I, that's- that's what I want. Whatever form that takes, I want right. you to be a genuine weirdo. Um, right. I don't. I don't want you to put on a fucking clown mask. Right. Um, and so, dude, I, honestly, man, the clown thing. Yeah. Fuck off. Right. Yeah. Fuck off. Yep. There are very few things that are more fucking played in the past twenty years. Zombies, for sure. I never, ever, 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 ever want to see another piece of media centered around surviving zombies. Yep. Um, you know, if I could go back and if I could go back and like fucking put a garret around fucking, you know, 
um, Fulci's neck before he made those zombie films in the fucking 70s. I would just so <laughs> we wouldn't have to fucking endure that shit today. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure I think that like The Walking Dead is still on TV. Who the fuck they, is watching that? God knows, man. Right. Like, what? what is wrong with your brain? Yeah. Right. And then like 10 years into The Walking Dead, they put out another, a spinoff called Fear the Walking Dead. That is the exact same show, except it took place in L.A. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Yeah. Maybe you fucking boring ass bullshit. Right. Um, so that shit's played um, in 1998. Yeah. Grown men in Iowa decided that it would be cool to fucking wear clown masks and get like <laughs> 20 of them together. Right. <laughs> To bang on PVC and fucking cry about how scary they are and how <laughs> twisted they are. And, and and like that spawned an endless fucking army of uh, shitbirds, right? Yeah. Where everything had to be twisted and freaky and look at my clown stuff and fucking insane <laughs> clown posse, right? Yeah. Look how creepy these clowns are. It's the psycho circus. Look at this. <laughs> We're wicked carnies. Ugh. Fuck off. Yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. If these guys wanted to impress me, mm-hmm. they would wear the skinned masks from the heads of rescue pit bulls on their face <laughs> instead, yeah. uh, instead of clown masks. I, I got to say, dude, again, like just just goes to show even even as a vegan, right? I would take that 10 times over this right. shit any right. day. And, and any like day. and like don't don't like promote yourself as a thing like just do it and you maybe get discovered by like dude those guys went and fucking rescued like the sweetest most pumpkin headed fucking pit bulls (laughs) and fucking skinned their heads and wear (laughs) that on their fucking head right yeah then you like fuck those guys but then you're like oh but that shit is pretty dope isn't it (laughs) and then you've got my attention though then you've got me listening to your fucking record right yeah um, so basically, yeah, the, every, the, the opposite of what the present discourse is about fucking art and music is, uh, is what I like. <laughs> I mean, so, let's, let's, I mean, animal abuse ain't going to get you as far as uh clowns playing in a port john right? Uh, certainly not. No, but it is cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. It is. It is certainly more engaging and interesting. Um, I, uh, I'll watch fucking cannibal Holocaust any day over, uh, over so the spooky clown movie <laughs> yeah yeah so uh on that note let's uh let's roll the dice to see what's up next we got to wrap up here kind of soonish because we got dnd to play in like 30 Indeed. minutes and we still have like probably 90 minutes of fucking phone calls to get through yeah which we it's, might have to. <laughs> we are now a pre-recorded call-in show <laughs> yeah we might <laughs> we might have to just put those off to the next episode okay uh three okay one two three three is Caustic Wound with Death Posture. The Bandcamp mm-hmm. is profoundlorerecords.bandcamp.com. Um, all right, so this is out on Profound Lore, which is at least uh, you know something of a something of an endorsement of its quality. Profound Lore has put out some good shit. They've put out plenty of stuff I don't care about too, but they've put out uh, they've put out plenty of shit that I'm into. Sure. Um, this came out in April of this year. Features uh, members of Mortiferum, Cerebral Rot, Fetid, and Magruder Grind. Okay. Um, playing unrelenting and punishing brutal death grind that captures the aesthetic and palpitations of the classic old school era of the genre. Not exceeding 1992. Okay. Yeah. 
Fair enough. Uh, so uh, let's just listen to the opening and title track. So we're gonna listen to Death Posture by uh, off. The, ah, we're going to listen to Death Posture off the record of the same name by the band Caustic Wound. Okay, we just heard the song Death Posture off of the release of the same name by the band Caustic Wound. Nate, what'd you think of it? Uh, yeah, that was that was good. I mean, yeah. that was everything I want from uh, death metal slash like heavy to- mold from the tomb grindcore. Um, yeah. No fucking around, right? Mm-hmm. No fucking, it's like that etern- internal rot shit. Yep. No fucking around, right? Give me some good fucking riffs. Lean heavy on them. I don't need a bunch of fucking wacky technical shit. I don't give a shit, right? Yeah. I don't give a shit uh, how deep your knowledge of fucking guitar theory is, right? Yeah, for sure. Right? Fuck off. 
just get to it. Give me the fucking, you know, give me the fucking howls from the fucking tomb vocals. Don't don't stick around for more than three and a half minutes mm-hmm. and just lay it down brutally and unrelentingly. Yeah, agreed for sure. Um, this this has uh, this has everything I want from this uh, this style of music for sure. Um, it definitely, I the production I think uh, I mean the production was fucking great, um, but uh, it, it definitely made it sound more modern than you know nineteen ninety two. But uh, sure, I mean yeah, if yeah, I, I was thinking of like the carcass demos and stuff for sure, and like the production. I mean, this is obviously pulling heavy from shit like that. Yes, um, you know especially like 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 you know flesh ripping sonic torment and uh like that early shit um mm-hmm. but also one of the things that works to those demos is production right i mean that's yeah. part of it yeah. the production in this is obviously more modern and cleaner um which it sounded fucking good it sounded fucking heavy i wouldn't yeah. even mind it if it were even fucking heavier right yeah mm-hmm. and like denser Yep. Um, but I also wouldn't mind it at all if it sounded way more lo-fi than this. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I think it, it, it worked. But yeah, I mean, I think it was immediately uh, like Reek of Putrefaction. And as you said, like Flesh Ripping Sonic Torment came to mind um, as far as like the immediate Sonic reference reference points when this uh, when this initially started. But then like, yeah, the more modern production, the beefier production um, set it apart from that stuff. But in a way that I, I didn't mind at all. Um yeah, I mean, overall, I don't have a whole lot to say about this. I mean, it was just really, really well executed stuff that definitely, um, that definitely landed exactly where it aimed to. Um, I mean, the the influences were obvious, um, but they didn't lean on them so hard that it felt uh, so derivative. You know what I mean? Like it, the riffs were good. The songwriting is fucking there. Um, this was just really good. I can see why people are fucking with this. I will definitely yeah. check out the rest of this record. And it looks it's- like there are still tapes. Uh, there's like tapes. There's also fu- there's also uh, vinyl twelve inch. Okay. Um. So, yeah. I mean, it, basically, this is about as good as you can do something like this. Yep, for sure. And these dudes knew exactly what they're going for. They've been around the fucking block, right? Mm-hmm. So, what do you expect, right? Yeah. Um, for sure. And I would rather hear this over, you know, te- technical like overhyped shit any day um and like overproduced overhyped over technical shit any day that shit is just exhausting sometimes it's good i I mean i I, you know i get into it sometimes but other times it's like fuck just give me short and fucking ugly blasts from the grave yep agreed agreed for sure yep hey check um also for some reason i was looking at like the featuring members of other bands you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and mortiferum is all in capital letters for some reason knock that shit off uh yeah well so is caustic wound caustic wounds all yeah, in caps too People, yeah i don't i it's it's annoying as like somebody you're yelling at me right right yeah like you don't really have to stylize your name when it's just in print for like yeah like 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 just oh, you know? make, make sure that's all caps new times roman or Ariel on the fucking website you know what i mean the only one who gets to do that is uh mf doom make sure all, all caps when you spell the spell the man's name Right. Um, the MF Doom's the only one who gets a gets a pass for demanding that uh, his name be in all caps at all times. Other than that, yeah, stop stylizing your name for the fucking press write up. We yeah, like for real matter. because yeah, who gives a shit? Like yeah. what? What? I'm reading a press write up about Mortiferum. Oh, what was that name's band? That band's name again? Oh, it's there in all capitals, shouting at me so I can clearly see it. This is about Mortiferum. Yeah, you it's know, really, it's really fuck dumb. off. 
It's really dumb. I hate that shit. <laughs> um, all right. So since we probably don't have a whole lot more to say about this, since it was just really good and really to the point, um, do we want to, do we want to try and tackle one more band or do we just want to like call it here for the night? We're already at like an hour and a half. Um, so, I mean, if we call it here, it's not like we're doing a super short episode or anything. So the one that I, I was hoping to hear, um, we didn't get to. And so if I definitely want to put it in next week, um, is the fucking one from Mongolia. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. For I think, sure. uh, I think that this is a good stopping point. We don't, we don't need to fucking burn people's ears off for yeah, two for sure. hours. I think that, you know, people, we don't, people don't need to hear us that much and they don't <laughs> want to hear us that much. Right. <laughs> I, I, I can't, I can't uh, presume to speak for any of our listenership, but perhaps that's true. Yeah. I'm not really so sure. Let's just call it. I got, we got 20 minutes. Uh, I got to do some prep. So okay. let's just call it. All right, cool. So we'll call it here then. Um, we do have a couple, uh, a couple new Patreon subscribers. Um, so we have got, well, first of all, we've got, uh, I might've shouted y'all out on the last episode. If I think so, Grant Williams, he put his, uh, put his pledge up to $10. Um, and then Niall from, uh, Australia became a $10 patron. He messaged me to ask me if he could get a shirt. Um, if, if, if he became a $10 patron, if we would cover the shipping to Australia and I said, yeah, sure. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. Hey, we set the rules. And so, uh, you know, we live by the rules that we set. That's right. Um, so then we got another, we got a couple brand new patrons. Uh, we have Jake Evans who became a $10 patron. So I guess we owe, owe that full a shirt. And then we have got uh, Ricky Ellis, who is a new patron and became a uh, $15 patron. Ricky, shout out to you for that. But I just want you to be, you know, aware you don't get anything extra. You know what I'm He'll saying? Get, for that, I'll, for give that. Him, I'll give him a little something extra. You give him a little something? Okay. A little something extra. There'll, be, there'll be a little something extra in there, you know? Okay. I don't know. Like I said, maybe we'll give him some fucking wipes to get that lipstick off his nuts, right? <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, like, I mean, that's that's above and beyond the call of duty right there. That gets you the demolition purple heart, um, the purple fart. Uh, so shout out to Ricky Ellis. Thank you for uh, giving us $15 of your hard-earned money a month. We'll see how long that lasts. You know, you're a new patron, so you don't know what you're in for yet. You might immediately revoke that pledge, but we'll uh, see we, how long it lasts. T- we, uh, we talked about how cool it was to abuse animals. <laughs> Yeah. It's cooler than giving a shit about human rights. I can tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. We just we just caped up hard for, for like a fucking genre infested with Nazis and murderers and homophobes and said, yeah, give me more of that. So yeah. uh, so so who knows how long you last. But in uh, for the time being, thank you. Shout out to you. Very much appreciate it. And uh, shout out to all of our pe- previous patrons. Um, if you want to become a patron, it is if you want to become a patron, it is patreon.com slash demo listen podcast. Uh, we just put up a new Patreon episode. We'll have a new playlist going up tomorrow. Um, and then we're uh, working on something for um, another Patreon episode, like a, a new idea, something that we haven't done before so we can keep the content novel and interesting. If you want to send music into us, just make sure it's a year or less old. It is demo listen podcast at gmail.com. And then if you want to call us and leave a message, it's 260-222-8341. We didn't get around to messages this week because we got shit to fucking do. We got some dice to roll, um, but uh, we will get around to them next week. 
And uh, yeah, if you like what you hear, rate and review on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. Tell your homies about it because we don't advertise this or anything. It's just a thing we do for fun. But obviously, the more listeners we have, um, the easier it is for us to do cool shit. T-shirts should be um, wrapping up by tomorrow, the pre-orders on that. Then we'll get them over to the printer and hopefully have them out to you guys within the next couple of weeks. Thanks again to everybody who's ordered one. And uh, on that note, Nate, if you don't have any closing thoughts, we can uh, we can sign out for the day. Nope. All right. Peace.